This is The Leadoff from Front Office Sports. The Leadoff is powered by NetSuite. If you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. That's true when your business is growing fast, and even more true when there's a lot of uncertainty. Inflation is running rampant, supply chains are clogged, and the labor market is tight. What does that mean for margins? But not every business is in the dark. Over 31,000 businesses know their numbers because they use NetSuite by Oracle, the number one cloud financial system. Know your numbers, know your business, and get to know how NetSuite can be the source of truth for your entire company. Right now, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash front office right now. netsuite.com slash front office. netsuite.com slash front office. It's Thursday, September 1st. I'm Owen Poindexter, senior writer for Front Office Sports. Here's what we're following in the business of sports. A month after its Wembley Stadium finale, the Women's Euro 2022 tournament keeps setting records. UEFA revealed on Wednesday that across TV, out-of-home viewing, and streaming, the 16-team tournament had a projected global cumulative live viewership of 365 million, the most watched Women's Euro ever. The figure is more than double 2017's viewership of 178 million and a 214% increase from the 2013 tournament, which scored 116 million viewers. The Women's Euro 2022 is also the best attended in history with an average 18,544 fans and a record aggregate attendance of 574,875 fans, more than doubling the previous record of 240,055 set in the Netherlands in 2017. Fans' interest in the tournament was apparent this year. The Euro final between host England and Germany was the most watched women's soccer match in the UK, bringing in 50 million viewers worldwide, over three times more than the 2017 final. The game also had 87,192 attendees, the highest ever for any men's or women's European national team tournament game. Over to college sports, the arms race for the most valuable resource in the Power Five, media rights revenue, continues. On Wednesday, the Big 12 announced that it will begin talks with current partners Fox and ESPN earlier than planned. In a statement to Front Office Sports, however, ESPN cautioned that the discussions are not necessarily formal. Quote, we regularly engage in conversation around the future with all of our partners, but to be clear, we have not opened the contractual negotiation window with the Big 12 at this time, the network said. The Big 12 is motivated by conference realignment. The Big 12's existing deal is slightly more lucrative than those of the Pac-12 and ACC, but lagging severely behind the Big 10 and SEC. The current deal, which extends until 2025, contributed to payouts of around $38 million per school in 2020 per tax returns. If the Big 12 can get an indication of its worth when it loses Texas and Oklahoma, but gains four other members, it may strengthen the conference's position. Now to gaming. Video game company NetEase has acquired French gaming studio Quantic Dream, becoming the company's first video game developer in Europe. Terms of the deal were not disclosed. Quote, by combining the wild creativity and exceptional narrative focus of Quantic Dream with NetEase's powerful facilities, resources, and execution capabilities, there are infinite possibilities that could redefine the interactive entertainment experience, said NetEase CEO William Ding. Quantic Dream will continue to operate independently. The studio will develop and publish games for all platforms and will also continue to publish third-party developed gaming titles. NetEase purchased a minority stake in Quantic Dream in 2019 after the French studio faced allegations of operating a toxic workplace environment behind claims of sexual harassment and racism. In 2018, Quantic Dream lost a French labor court case filed by a former employee. 
Since then, the company has taken actions to create a better workplace environment, including DEI initiatives and partnering with an unspecified LGBTQIA organization. And finally, SeatGeek closed a major funding round after canceling its ticket to the public markets. The ticketing platform raised $238 million in a Series E round. The cash haul comes two months after SeatGeek and a SPAC, Red Ball Acquisition Corp., mutually agreed to terminate a previously agreed on merger. SeatGeek's latest round gives it a roughly $1.2 billion valuation. That figure represents a significant decline from the proposed $2 billion value in negotiations with Red Ball. Arctos Sports Partners, Utah Jazz owner Ryan Smith, Wellington Management, and Excel all participated in the round. Red Ball, chaired by Oakland A's Executive Vice President Billy Bean and Redbird Capital Partners Managing Director Jerry Cardinal, redeemed its shareholders on August 17th after failing to complete a merger with a private company. The SPAC raised $575 million in August 2020. It redeemed its investors at a 0.2% premium. If you love the leadoff, you'll love Front Office Sports Pro. Front Office Sports Pro is a membership product that provides business leaders with actionable, timely insights on the most promising opportunities where sports meets industry. Sign up at frontofficesports.com pro to become a member and receive cutting-edge research reports, access to the pro investor directory, deal tracker, exclusive merchandise, and experiences among a community of like-minded professionals. Use the code LEADOFF for 10% off the annual subscription price. Thanks for listening to The Leadoff from Front Office Sports. Rate and review us on your favorite podcast platform, send us a screenshot on social media, and we'll send you some FOS merch.